Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want, and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Ever After show. I'm Cassie, and I just want to say thank you for being here and listening to the show and It's fun to be here with you, so I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, I would love if you put a review on iTunes and make sure that you're subscribed on iTunes. That would be fabulous and greatly appreciated. So I just got back from visiting my niece. It was her second birthday last weekend, and we just had such a great time. My whole family was able to go down to Texas and celebrate with her. She turned two. I just love and adore her so much, and I am so grateful when I get to do things like that. Not when I get to, but when I do, I remember, I always remember when I get to take family trips. You know, I didn't have to take a Friday off and hurry back and get home by Sunday. You know, I got to go down on Wednesday and spend a couple of extra days with her because I was going down there. And all of that is because I've built a business and a life that I love and that supports that. And for me, I just always like to remember how grateful I am and appreciative that I don't have to ask a boss for the days off, that I looked at my calendar and I said, yep, you can go two days early. You can go down there and spend some extra time with her, some quality time. And that's what comes from building a business that you love. And so I just, if you're not there yet, I just want you to hold on to a vision of something that's like that. You know, those are simple things, but it's so important. And to me, it was such a big deal. Like it was such a big deal that I, don't have a specific amount of vacation days and I don't have to decide between, you know, spending going down there for extra days or doing something else. And so it just feels so good. So if you're not there yet, like if you haven't left your job or, you know, whatever it is, you know, just vision something like that today that makes you feel good and that's your intention and where you're going and you're part of your why, why you're doing what you're doing. And uh, if you are there, just take a little time to appreciate those things like that, that we as entrepreneurs, we have that flexibility in our life. And hopefully we've created our businesses to support that kind of lifestyle. And that's always important when you're thinking about how you're building your business. Because for me, that was the cornerstone. Like I wanted the time. You know, money is important to me and I want to make money. And that's all. I love making money. It's all awesome. But what was most important to me is that my business didn't take over my life and that I could live the life I wanted to live, which includes tons of time visiting family and friends and being able to take off a couple extra days and go hang out with whoever I want to hang out with. So just wanted to share that with you today. And then I want to make sure if you haven't picked up yet the money love checklist, go ahead and grab that because having an awesome relationship with money and a lot of love flowing for that makes a huge difference in your business. 
and uh, the success that you'll experience. So you can go to liveyourchampagnelife.com backslash money dash love dash checklist. And you can also check the show notes for that. And uh, just pop your email in and get that checklist and look it over and see where you are in terms of money. And then if you decide you want to have a better relationship, you want to step into a better relationship with that, we can always have a conversation about whether I'm the right person to help you do that, if it's possible that I could help you step into that. So Go ahead and go grab your money love checklist, liveyourchampagnelife.com backslash money dash love dash checklist, and uh, get that money love flowing in your life. So today we are going to talk about analysis paralysis. And this was actually a topic that was given by somebody who's in my tribe. When I said I was starting this show, I said, what do you guys want to hear me talk about in terms of your business? And so what she said is how to deal with analysis paralysis. And what she meant by that, she specified it, is how do you balance honoring your gut and your intuition, taking risks, and making good business decisions? So that's what I want to talk about today. And I don't have this specific step-by-step answer for that. So I'm just going to warn you up front that my answer is very much about stepping into your future self. Because when you do that, it becomes very clear. So let's talk about this. So I'm sure that you, and I've had this in my business before, right? It's like, I want to make a good decision. I want to be, you know, everybody always says, I feel like it's a theme about entrepreneurs that you have to be willing to take risks in order to get rewards. And to a certain degree, I believe that. But I don't think we have to just sort of jump out without a net. But risks sometimes are things that feel what I define as risks. I might say it as something that makes me feel like I'm stepping into a way bigger version of myself than I know. Like it feels like a risk because I don't know that version. It's super big. Actually, my mentor was telling this story the other day and she said I could share it with you because it's one of the things that I actually kind of helped her through as well is, you know, she was looking to rent a house in the $2 million range. And that was sort of what she knew. And we talked about this and she was going to look at all these houses. And then the opportunity for it came up. And uh, if you've ever seen, if you follow me on Facebook, if you don't, you should find me on Facebook. That way we can connect. And you'll see pictures that I post of the author castle. This place is amazing. The chandeliers are, oh my gosh, they're like my favorite. There's always light coming through the windows and shining beautiful light sparkles all over from the chandeliers. I'm not doing a great job of describing it. But this place has a pool and a hot tub and a sauna and it has lots of bedrooms and it has this grand staircase that is, oh my gosh, unbelievable. And it has a ballroom. You can hold a a workshop or a conference down there. There's a whole floor that's dedicated to that and has a movie theater. And it's amazing. And it's the perfect space really for her to do what she does, for her to teach authors and have authors come in to show them how to market their books in the best way and to grow their businesses and stuff like that. It's perfect. But it was way more of a house than she had anticipated. You know, she was prepared for this, you know, $2 million, which was probably like a 4,000, I don't know, I'm guessing 4,000 square foot place. It was pretty big. It would have room to host everybody. But it wasn't this ginormous 16,000 square foot place. And so, you know, she was prepared for that $2 million sort of experience. And when this opportunity came up, and she could do it and it was the right, felt like the right move for her business. You know, it really was like 
I I don't know that it felt like a risk and I'm not going to speak for her, but it felt like way bigger than she had bargained for, right? She was prepared that stepping into that $2 million place, easy stepping into this. I think this place is valued at $10 million. And I'm only giving you those because I want you to see the difference between like 2 million to 10 million is like five times bigger. So everything is like a five times bigger feeling, right? She was ready to step into this. Then when it, you know, had the opportunity to step into is five times bigger. So that took some growing, some really fast growing. And so for me, that is, I don't really look at risks. I don't take necessarily risks in business, but I do things like that. Like the things that for me, the equivalent of that is moving into the four seasons, which is just, it's on the horizon. It's coming so quickly, right? Whereas like, oh, I, you know, I could totally, you know, step into this place, you know, that's a little bit nicer and more expensive, or I can leap into the four seasons. And so for me, that's sort of where what feels risky. I don't do a lot of things in my business that feel risky because I do things that feel uncomfortable in terms of, okay, I got to grow into this or this is bigger than I expected. Like I just talked about with my mentor in the author castle or me moving to the four seasons. I do things like that, but I honestly, I don't do things that are feel like a risk really anymore. And if they are, they're all calculated, so they don't feel really risky. So, and what I mean by calculated risk is, you know, I might look at an opportunity for a marketing thing and I might say, okay, here's this opportunity that came up. Let's just use $500 for as an example, $500. I don't know if it'll work. If I got one client from it, it totally pays for it. Do I think I can get one client realistically? And if the answer is yes, then I go, okay. And if I don't get a client from it, am I okay being out $500? And if the answer is no in that moment, for whatever reason it is, it doesn't feel good to be out $500. It feels like, you know, I I realize, oh, well, if I'm risking $500, I could put it over here and do a sure thing and get, you know, four clients for sure or whatever the numbers are then I make the decision not to do it. But in that way, if I'm saying, okay, yeah, it's worth it. It's worth $500 to figure out if this is a good option and I could do it again. Then it's a risk, but it's not really because it's calculated. I've already come to terms with, I'm making an investment of $500 that's an investment in figuring it out. So I'm not hanging anything on that investment. And that's actually one of the things I learned from my mentor. I really credit her with that, with teaching me how to navigate that. Whereas before, if you've read my book, Marketing to Serve, you know, like I jumped into certain things and actually I didn't think they were a risk. I thought they would work out, but it was just because I was too naive to realize there was a risk there. But I don't do a lot of things that feel really like this is a risky choice. I calculate out the risk and decide if it is super risky or not. And that's how I make that decision. So I don't do a lot of things in my business that feel like just sort of leaping off a cliff. The things that I do are like that do feel a little bit like the leap are stepping into bigger versions of myself, stepping into a place I thought I might not be for a year or two years and really doing that. So that's kind of where I feel about like the taking risks and talking about balancing your gut. So all of these things, you know, I talk a lot about getting in touch with your future self and creating the vision of the life that you want to have. And the reason that is so important is that so much of this becomes not important. It doesn't get in your way 
when you are clear on where you're going and you know that person, not just clear on like, oh yeah, this is what I want. I want a million dollar business and blah, 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 blah. Right. But really clear on who you are in that scenario. Cause that's the key people miss is who they are. They don't know the experience of themselves in that scenario. So when you're clear, and that's what I do in my workshop is I help people get that clarity. But when you know who you are in that future place, your gut starts to become a lot stronger and you can start following it a lot easier because you know, it's like, oh yeah, this is taking me where I want to go. Like it just happens. And sometimes it's, there's a bypass with your gut at all. When you get really clear on where you want to go, often the decisions, they're not decisions anymore. And this is really hard to explain if you've never had this experience. So I'm going to encourage you as I talk about this to think about if you've ever had this experience in another way that wasn't necessarily related to your business. But decisions become, sometimes they're scary, like the castle or the four seasons, but the decisions really become easier. They're no brainers and they're not no brainers because everything makes sense or all the figures are right or all of that. They're no brainers because you just know this is the next step. When you're totally in tune with your future self and that life and that experience that you want to have, your gut just starts leading you in this whole other way. So think about if you've ever had an experience where you really didn't even make the decision, yes or no, it was like an automatic yes. Like they, like you almost, the best example I have of this is when I went to write my first book with my publisher and now my business mentor. And like, it didn't matter when we got on the phone, it was more money than I thought it was going to be. But it was as if I had no control over my credit card and not in a bad way, but I knew so much that that was the right choice that I didn't even think about it. It like, I said yes and paid. Like there was no question. There was no thought. There was no business analysis. And I think that's the place that's best to be. Because if we're analyzing stuff and we're thinking about, there's a certain amount of analysis like I talked about. You know, do I want to try this thing? Am I willing to lose this money if it doesn't work out? There's that sort of analysis. But when you get to the place in your business where you do that, but most of your decisions are made from a place of just being led to the next thing and knowing that the yes is a thousand percent yes, it's different. And if you can think of a time where you were just like, yes, I'm in, there was like no question, there was no thought, there was no analysis, that's really where you want to get in your business, where most of your decisions are like that. And I would say that 80% of my decisions are made that way right now. Like there are still things I have to try out in business and I try different things and try it different ways and make an investment in this or that to see which works better. But for the majority of it, the decisions are just made. Like I just know, like, yes, I should do this. No, I shouldn't do this. And there's no there's no analysis behind it. It's not because necessarily one thing is a better choice than the other. It's because it's connected to my future self and it's connected to that clarity of vision about what I want my life to be. And so it's as if that person, I always describe it like this, when you get really clear in that vision and your future self, your future self like has these strings connected to you that it just guides you to the next thing and pulls you, you know, basically like shakes your head like, yes, this is how we get there. And so you know that. And so I realize I'm not giving a really clear answer And I wish that there was an easier step-by-step way to say this is how you do it. But really, for me, 
the way that I deal with this stuff is by getting really clear my future self. And if I am not clear, if I start going into analyzing, doing a lot of analyzing, other than like the example I gave, like, okay, it's 500 bucks, is it worth the risk sort of thing? If I go into a lot of analyzing, and often I think analyzing, the reason we try and analyze is a lot of times justifying. So we'll justify that we're going to make this decision one way or another. So if it's an opportunity, we'll like come up with all these reasons why it could work. And if you're coming up with reasons why it could work, you're not in alignment because you're just hoping that it's going to work and you're justifying it because you want that. Like you want that thing to work out. And I get it. I've been there. I've been in the place in my business where it was like, I just want something to work. And so I'm almost willing to do anything or I'm so focused on finding something that will work because I want my business to work so bad. And I would somehow justify investments that didn't make sense. I did that for a long time. And the reason I did that is because I wasn't connected to my vision. I was hoping that I would make money and I was hoping my business would work versus knowing the story that my business works and I get everything that I want and I create the life in the business that I want, which is where I am now. That's, I, you know, I use my process of scripting and, and my workshop to really step into that place where I know 1000% I get what I want. And so that's the difference. Like I've been there where it's sort of this analysis. I also say it is like if you know something versus you think something. When you know it, it's that gut. It's that I'm pulling out my credit card. It's an automatic yes. When you think about it, it's that thing that you either, you know, you leave the sales page open on your computer or you think about it or you try and analyze it and you come up with all these reasons why it's a good idea. Like that's thinking that something might work. And that's not knowing that something is going to work. And so even if things are scary, like, you know, investing in a bigger place to run your business or bigger house, even if they're scary and you have to step into them, you should know they're the right move. If you're analyzing them, they're not the right move. Actually, that's not even true. They might be the right move, but you're not in alignment enough to make that decision. And so if you find yourself analyzing stuff, like really a lot of analyzing, you're probably not clear on your vision and where you want to be. So the first step would be to stop trying to figure it out and trying to analyze it and get really clear on that vision of where your business is going and who you are inside that experience, your future self. Really get clarity on that. If you want help with that, we can have a discussion about whether I'm the right person to help you get there and to show you how to do that. I am definitely available for that. And you can find you know, the link to talk to me on my website, liveyourchampagnelife.com. But what I want to make clear is that if there's a lot of analyzing, like it's not the right time to make the decision. And so what do I do in those moments where I'm like, I know that I'm not connected enough to make the decision. I don't make a decision. So I just let it go. And even if it's these things that sometimes there's like a time limit and whatever, I just say, done. I am not in the place to make a decision. I need to check back in with my future self and my vision. And I do that. And sometimes that checking in eliminates that thing because I was just trying to do that thing to make something happen because I'd become disconnected to my future self and my future vision. Sometimes the answer becomes totally clear, like, oh yeah, you definitely should do that. But when I come from it, that place that's strongly rooted in my future self and my vision, that 
it's an easier answer. And sometimes when I get rooted in my future self and that vision, I realize like why I thought it was a good idea and why it's not a good idea. That becomes very clear. So all of those are really good question. And I wish that I like could give you this step-by-step answer, but really my answer is that you know, you have to be rooted in that vision, in that crystal clear vision of what you want. And I will tell you, honestly, most people do not have a clear enough vision of what they want. They think they know what they want. And when we start getting into it, they're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea what I wanted. And so just to be honest, like that is the truth of most people don't have that clear enough vision and aren't tapped into their future self. So you want to get, you know, if I could give you steps, they would be to get super clear in that. And then it would be to really recognize what it feels like when it's an automatic yes, when you know the answer versus when you're thinking about and analyzing the answer. And then in terms of taking risks, like things shouldn't really feel risky. They should still feel like the right move. They might feel scary, but they shouldn't feel like you're taking a huge risk because they feel right. Even if they feel a little bit risky or a little like they couldn't work out, The overwhelming feeling should be that this is the right next move and the right next choice. And so if it feels scary because it's leaping into a place that's five times bigger than you thought you were ready for, that's okay. Give yourself time to grow into that. If it feels like a risk, like you're just jumping out of an airplane without a parachute just to take a risk in business and try to hit it big, that's probably not going to work out for you. So I hope that this was helpful in answering the question. I could probably go on and on about clarity, but that's um, what I wanted to share with you is just that so much is rooted in that clarity and it's so important. So I hope that that was helpful for you. If you have questions, email me, Cassie at CassieParks.com. And again, if you want to have a conversation about whether you're clear enough in your vision, let's do it. We can totally do it. Just email me. Cassie at CassieParks.com. I wanted to just read this awesome review that's on the podcast. It says, I really like this podcast. I love how Cassie shares her real and raw story without editing it to make it look glamorous. I really look forward to listening to this podcast every new episode that comes out. Thank you. It looks like Clarissa said that. So thank you so much for leaving that review and for listening to the show. We just have one more thing to do on today's show, and that is to give you the mantra. And today's mantra is, I honor my intuition. And I think that's really important for this discussion. So I honor my intuition. Go forth and honor your gut and your intuition and get clear about your future self and where you're going. Have a fabulous week. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com 